Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea butter and popcorn with Taj and Chels, episode five, Jolly Time. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the moisturized podcast giving you the exclusive. This podcast focuses on reviewing our favorite films. My name is Chelsea, a singer, actor, and all-around movie lover. This episode is entitled Jolly Time. Those golden kernels of goodness provide the freshest batch of popcorn. It's Jolly Time, 100 years of pop and fun, guaranteed to pop. Taji, let them know who you are and what we're talking about today. Hello, everyone. I'm Taji, recent college grad holding a double degree in the arts. I'm a freelance filmmaker and love storytelling, especially Black stories, Black narratives, Black everything. Advocate of diversity, equity, and inclusion. I'm excited to contribute to today's episode. And today we are talking about uh, Black movies. We're talking about the history of Black cinema and all things Blackity Black. Yes. Make sure your seatbelts are correctly fastened. And buckled, honey. Because we're going to go for a ride. <laughs> we are going in. Keep your arms and legs inside. <laughs> please keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times okay this week we are discussing that history of black cinema black media has evolved so much over time um the emerging genres had definitely spanned from the black exploitation films to more conscious films of today um one person that i wanted to bring up before i really dived into my films were the illinois native oscar michaud who founded the Lincoln Motion Picture Company, who was actually the first Black man to make a film. Wow. Incredible. In 1919, he wrote, directed, and produced the silent film The Homesteader, starring the first lady of the screen, Evelyn Preer, who was definitely the bold first Black um, actress emerging on film. I thought this was interesting because this is not widely known. And you know something, Taj? They call the Academy Awards better known as the Oscars. Right. I thought that was interesting. Um, granted, you know, that's not the reason why they call it the Oscars, not because of Oscars work, but um, has something to do with some lady named Margaret Herrick, who was an Academy executive secretary at the time. You saw that the statue looked like her uncle Oscar. How random is that's that? So random. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow. Okay. But kudos to Oscar. Seriously, silent movie era and he had these films in these theaters he's an illinois native and he had his own motion picture company the first of its kind with black filmmakers and they actually had a lot of these theaters in areas that were um of course segregated at the time and people were able people of color were able to see themselves depicted on screen so right wow and we could not even continue this episode without paying um homage to the (laughs) Hattie McDaniel. Yes. First African-American to win an Academy Award. She won the award in 1939 for her role as the Mammy in Gone with the Wind. Um, Cinema has very much changed since then, but just wanted to give some props to her. The first one to win in 1939. 
Not that, that long ago. No, not that long ago. Sat in the back at the award ceremony when her name was called. Had to make right. that long walk. And then, of course, we had black exploitation films that emerged in the 1970s, which, for better or worse, started to see more exposure of black filmmakers and actors emerge. This genre, I say for better or worse, because black exploitation is definitely shunned um, for good reason. <laughs> Because these films created stereotypical depiction of Black people that negatively impacted the African-American communities. You know, these stories centered around pimps and drug pushers and other so-called criminals as they navigated around the landscape built by the man. You had films like Superfly, Sweet Sweetback, Coffee, and other movies like that, that at the same time, it made a way for Black actors to be seen and gain an audience or a following, but... Of course, the depictions were not always in the best light. I believe that, my opinion, um, it was more so like in the 80s and 90s that we started to see more Black films that showed more vast experiences and everyday situations. You know, Taj, like we talked about romance movies like them falling in love, like love and basketball and things like that. Now we can get into our Black films that we'll be whoop, whoop, exclusively discussing today. Uh, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. I've been oh, waiting. Yeah. I know. <laughs> this episode. I don't think y'all understand. Taj has been super duper excited about this week. This has got to be like, I think your favorite week because, yeah. It probably is, honestly. Right? I can't even wait till February. Right? I don't know we're going to do that, but I know we're going to go I know. crazy. It's going to be lit. Seriously, all black everything. Okay. First film, Color Purple, 1985, directed by Steven Spielberg. This film, based off the book by Alice Walker, it's a great read, directed by Spiel, Steven Spielberg. Um, it's really quite amazing. This film is amazing because it tells the heartbreaking story of a Black Southern woman who grapples with self-identity and finding herself. I don't want to give too much away, but this film really encompasses how she overcame physical and emotional abuse within her family after being separated from her sister um, and finds friendship with people like the jazz singer Shug Avery, Sophia, and others. This film stars Whoopi Goldberg, Oprah, Danny Glover, and power players. Man, this uh, movie is absolutely amazing. The musical actually on Broadway won Cynthia Revo the 2016 Tony for Best Leading Actress in a Musical. It was amazing. Uh, her performance, I love I'm Here. That song, incredible. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Wow. Like no i know you are that's not I'm funny here. oh my gosh wow. no <laughs> wow like okay not only does it move me to tears and stuff like that but like when you just sit and like hear cynthia's like rendition of that song and like yeah it's just, yeah it's incredible and she's playing harriet tubman and this year's harriet that actually oh yeah baby right that comes out I'm today going... Oh my gosh. Today. Oh yeah, today. <gasps> mm-hmm. No way. Okay, so I'm going this Saturday to watch it with my job. For those of you who don't know, during the day, um, I work with a nonprofit um, called The Village Method, and it's an after-school program for Black youth um, in the suburban parts of the Bay Area. And we're going to watch it this Saturday, November 2nd. We rented out the theater. We're going to have a whole discussion afterwards, and then like people are going to go on B Street and Hayward and eat at black businesses and it's oh just gonna God. be so beautiful i'm so excited that I've been is so for dope. this day for like a month um yeah so can't wait to post wow. some pictures it's, you guys are gonna be so tired of me but i'm so I'm not gonna be it. tired i'm not gonna be tired because you know <laughs> i get a front row seat to live vicariously through you oh my god that is right. so dope 
Yeah. That is, oh my God, you're so lucky. That is Can't amazing. wait. We're going to have to do a debrief about that. Yeah, we're going to, yeah. Everyone, please go see Harriet. That opening weekend is today. Go see that movie. I think, Taj, that scene where she's being separated from her sister is like the worst part of the whole movie. Um, I'm <laughs> tissue. Nothing but Ready. death can keep me from it. Like, oh, <laughs> you and me must never fight. God, God. I can't do it. When I tell you, I try uh, to hold back tears every time. <laughs> It never works. <laughs> I'm oh just sitting God. there, just whole face is wet, just like oh I can't, God. I can't. It's real because that's level. really how it. That's Dude, really how it was, mm-hmm. and how it is still currently mm-hmm. going through that in different ways. Yeah, like it's, this film will have you laugh, cry, sing, sister, you've been on my sing it. Oh, sister, <laughs> Sugar Avery. Oh my gosh, that's it's just. Oh, the color purple. Like, I could literally do a whole segment just talking about this movie. And like, Man, we might have to. Yeah. Black History Month, we might just have to dissect mm-hmm. and go in. We're going to go in. I know. Like, I mean, if you haven't seen The Color Purple, you should seriously Dude. take some time to educate yourself. Watch this movie. Go watch it. Please watch it. It's, it's kind of long, but you'll, you'll love it. It's worth it, though. It's worth, it's like, worth it. three hours. Oh, my gosh. She's making that lemonade and <laughs> for that man, and she happens to spit in it. And right, that was, ooh, don't even say no more. Ooh. Okay, I won't. I won't. Or when that she's part. teaching, when her sister's teaching her like how to read. Oh my god! Oh, that's oh my god! Stove, stove. <laughs> that scene takes me out. Right. Each time, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yes, amazing film. Second movie. Hidden Figures, 2016, directed by Theodore Melfi. Hidden Figures, this movie had me shook after I saw it in theaters. I remember I saw it, like, in January uh, when it had come out. I was mostly, like, surprised because I never knew the story about... Either, and I still have yet to see this film. It has not been accessible to me. I need to go see it. Yeah. I'm probably watching this week. Like I said, I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, for week. sure. You, yeah, it's it's not like like the easiest movie to find, but it's it's really good. Like you have to seek that out. It's a good film. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I say it's not the easiest movie to find because I don't believe it's on like it's not on Netflix or Hulu or like. I think Amazon. it's on it's on Amazon. I think it's in, in my, my cart. Cart. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Either I, that or on YouTube. Yeah, I know it's on like cable. If y'all still, I know a lot of people do streaming. They don't do cable anymore. But like FXM movies on demand or something. I believe it's on there. But it's a great movie. Um, Like I said, I was surprised I never knew this story about a team of black women, Katherine Jackson, Dorothy Vaughn, and Mary Jackson, played by Taraji P. Henson, Octavia Spencer, and Janelle Monae, respectively, assisted in the 1969 moon landing. What? OMG. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. And literally, um, NASA, I think, was it a couple of days ago? They mm-hmm. had their first spacewalk of all women. Wow. Um, I think it was two, I think it was two white women or maybe it was three. I don't know. Okay. Something like that just happened. And I'm like. Yeah. That is so cool. It's amazing. This movie will definitely have you cry several times throughout, just like the color purple. It's just really riveting to see how, you know, at the same time, not much has changed. I feel like Black people many times over are hidden figures in America. 
we can be where what we do is not always celebrated at the same level as others. And that can become like a sick normalcy for us to be uh, used to, you know, and put by the wayside, like these women were put by the wayside. And it was just like, you know, celebrated many years afterwards to where it's like, can't believe this happened. And it's like, I feel that if more young people knew these stories and knew that this stuff was happening, um, it would help with confidence. It would help people feel seen, help them feel like, you know, their stories matter and are just as important as the next person's, you know, and that you matter. Seriously, Hidden Figures, amazing movie. Um, also with Kevin Costner's in that as well. Last movie is The Help 2011, directed by Tate Taylor. I have this mm-hmm. book. The Help is a, it's a big book. <laughs> it's like Twilight size, I should say. Uh, this movie, based on the book by Catherine Stockett, is another Southern setting um, in Jackson, Mississippi this time, where a group of maids tell their stories of raising other people's babies during the 1960s civil rights movement. This film stars this cast. Get ready for this. Viola Davis. Whoop. Octavia Spencer. Oh, yeah. Amazing women. Cicely Tyson. Mm -hmm. Incredible. I mean... Other players in this is Emma Stone, Sissy Spacek, Allison Janney, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Jessica Chastain. Um, amazing actresses. This film definitely, in my opinion, it does the book justice. The book is amazing. And like the way that they were able to relay that on screen was really incredible. Um, I liken it to like how The Color Purple was a book first, but the way they re- retell the story. I feel like a lot of times with movies that were based on books, they lose the um, heart of the story when it goes to screen sometimes, but not with these two. It was, it was well done. Um, Yeah. We'll be talking more about movies based on books in the coming weeks, but it's an amazing film. Uh, Octavia Spencer actually won the Oscar for best supporting actress in 2012 for this performance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Ain't you tired, Miss Hilly Holbrook? Ain't you tired? (laughs) I am tired. Right? She's tired. You was tired of, of, of someone in roles for, uh, or winning awards for these roles, but we're going to collect them anyways. It's okay. Right? You was kind. You was smart. You was and important. You was important. Right? For real. Those are my top three very important Black films, amazing pieces of Black cinema. So please stream those, watch those. Taji, let them know what yours are. Oh, yeah, baby. So my faves, um, I'm going to start with Moonlight. Um, Moonlight, I actually did a film assignment on this uh, this past semester before graduating. Um, I had to track, I think, like how long the shots were in the film um, to see what, like, if the correlation between how long the shots were um, had some type of meaning. So like the faster shots represented like something sporadic going on. The long takes were like introducing the characters, like, you know, just trying to see what the correlations were. Um, it was a very, very, um, great cinematic piece. Um, yeah. Barry Jenkins, the genius. Um, it was released in October of 2016 and, 
I think the most notable thing about this film is its lighting. Um, it, I'm so grateful for the lighting in this piece um, because oftentimes black people um, on screen, we don't get, um, we don't get the appropriate lighting for our skin tone. And I very oh, much God. took note of like the, the very like neon, like blues and purples um, and pinks that were in the film that made our skin tone just like pop, especially because um, a lot of some of the scenes were shot during nighttime. So I was just like, okay, so um, yeah, it won, it won a, a bunch of awards um, and is starring uh, Jerome Jerome, who just um, won an award for the latest project from Eva DuVernay when they see us. Um, he was in this. Yeah. yeah. I, this film, I think it was very important um, for this to be made. Um, I feel like it, I feel like it didn't get as much traction as it should have gotten. Um, only because we do have a lot of homophobia in the black community and because it explores a young black man and him going throughout his lifetime and sharing this intimate relationship with a friend and like just being open about his sexuality and like, um, you know, it just explores his community and like how he's raised and like, you know, it talks about bullying and all this type of stuff. So, um, Trevante Rhodes, um, you know, recent work, uh, Bird Box, um, Mahershala Ali, Janelle Monet. Um, we just talked about um, Hidden Figures. Figures, yeah. Um, I like that scene where he's sitting um, at the beach with him. Uh, yeah. The young version of him and Mahershala Ali's like that, retelling that story, that one lady that talked to him, that Spanish lady, she's like, in moonlight, black boys look blue. And like that <laughs> line, like to me, I, I think that that line, like maybe if you just watch it, it's just like, oh, whatever. It's like a common thing. But I think that that line right. like, really like not only does it say the title of the movie, but it like shows like black boys look blue. Like it, it encompasses right. how like we have like there's so many uh, layers to us, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like an onion and like our sadness is like colored almost and in painted hues. That's yeah. what I got from it. And like, that's I, why there's yeah. a lot of blue in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of blue. I know, um, I think, was it Beyonce or somebody said to not light black people in blue light? Um, I oh, think that was Beyonce. Yeah. Was it Beyonce? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just because mm-hmm. they, she said it makes us look ashy. And I believe right. it for when it's someone of a lighter skin tone. Um, yeah. Someone, like if the blue light is like light blue, um, mm-hmm. but the deep blue really worked for this film in yeah. particular because um the actors were um most of them were of a darker skin tone i know Jarrell is lighter um and the one yeah. who plays him when he gets older is of a lighter skin tone but it worked um the the deep blues and purples um but yeah this this film they won a lot of awards and um, they actually won the mtv movie award for best kiss um Jarrell and ashton um and they they have an interview about them talking about you know them being actors and like you know portraying uh, and uh, interaction as such on screen with I think they're both um, I think they're both not from the LGBTQ community if I'm not right. mistaken but mm-hmm. I think it was just a very like heartfelt project and I wish it would have got a little bit more traction but mm-hmm. it seems like it it did like it blew up but mm-hmm. then at the same time it feels like it didn't but yeah. I mean Academy Award for Best Picture like there's so many nominations and that was like the drama when that happened because everyone was yeah. like La La Land and then it like wasn't 
La La Land. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This was around JK. the same time. Yeah, that was this, that oh, was the yeah. year where it was like La La Land. They're like JK Moonlight. <laughs> right. Because it's like we we look. We got time today. They spent a a good a good time. Um, once again, genius uh, Barry Jenkins on this story, and just it's a beautiful cinematic piece. A lot of long takes in this piece. Um, I very much enjoyed watching it. I need to watch it again. Um, but. Yeah, so good piece. Um, next piece would be Bad Boys. Um, I have to do it to you. It's one of my favorite black films of all time. Um, only because, like I mentioned before, I love comedy. Um, I believe that Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have a chemistry on screen that is unmatched only because they're friends in real life as well. Um, but um, we now have Bad Boys for Life coming out, I think, in January. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, so, so uh, if you haven't, for that. Oh my please goodness. go watch um, the original Bad Boys mm-hmm. um, that came out in 95 and then watch Bad Boys 2, please, yeah. um, before watching Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so this film, <laughs> I feel like this is just like a classic. I feel like everybody has this DVD in their house. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like it's just a real, like... Um, good approach to like showing two black leads just being like you know these like cops who are down to business mm-hmm. but like it it you know has that comedy in there it has that drama in there yeah so they're just you know these cops who are down to business trying to get the drugs out of their community while also trying to keep their jobs because they go about it in a crazy fashion it's it's like a crazy action movie but i love the fact that it's just two black male leads in an action movie very much has that like black comedy interweaved in there i'm pretty sure that in all the movies there has been a substantial amount of improv that like was able to sustain the story um mm-hmm. yeah it's i mean it's a whole franchise like I, they're making I, a third one they I are making a third one i think too, it's really good i really think too that like what you said too about drama like Bad Boys, the first one, is actually a little bit heavier and dramatic. than the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really dramatic... It just explores a lot of their, you know, the relationship of, like, you know, working with your best friend and, like, family dynamics and, you know, when you get, you know, you have the opportunity to work here, like, getting relocated or, you know, the nature of your job is, like, oh, I could lose my life. I could Mm -hmm. be severely injured. So um, it's a very... um, It's a very nice approach to action movie. Um, Mm -hmm. Once again, just, like, great chemistry from them both. I'm really excited for... Bad Boys to Life, uh, or Bad Boys for Life, excuse me. Um, I love, I just love the fact that it's like just such a classic in our community. Like I said, like I'm sure everybody got this DVD in their house. So oh, yeah. Out and it's a black watch classic. It. Mm-hmm. It's a black classic for sure. Um, directed by Michael Bay, the God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, everybody, you know, especially film students, Michael Bay, Michael Bay, <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Moving on to my last one. Uh, fences. Um, this one is just, I don't even know. I can't, oof. Fences is just, I feel like who else was going to play the lead besides Denzel Washington? Who else was going to do it? Because and Viola Davis, I mean. And Viola Davis. The both of them together? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Like who else was going to get the job done? Um, and also directed by Denzel. Um, yeah. This story is just such a, 
such a dramatic take on like just growing up in a small home. Um, it's, it's, um, sorry for those of you who don't know, uh, Fences is actually a play. It was written by, um, August Wilson, who is an African-American playwright. Um, he was writing about the experiences of, you know, our like tragedies and like other things that were going on in our community during his time. So very grateful for his work and the fact that it was be, uh, able to be transferred on screen um, with two of the best um, dramatic actors um, in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, man, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's talking about, you know, the just the plight of black athleticism and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, family attention. Um, it was a very, 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 very beautiful. I'm trying not to give away the whole no, yeah. story, yeah. but um, I'm like so grateful for this piece. Also, I believe Denzel, Denzel actually has done it on stage as well. Yeah, on Broadway with Viola. On Broadway mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Viola. Okay, yeah. yeah, so it was on Broadway as well. Yeah. Um, you know, Viola and her crying. First of all, if you guys haven't seen her, and it was like, what, a 12-minute performance in Doubt? opposite Meryl Streep. Oh my God. Oh, y'all didn't see oh that, my gosh. Doubt, doubt is on Netflix. Um, watch that just for Viola Davis, her performance. Oh Lord. Okay. I cannot. That's the thing. Okay. About fences too. Like I think almost every movie you named with the exception of bad boys, I cried watching <laughs> it. No, like seriously. I cried. I really yes. <laughs> literally all, like almost all of them, like, because this one is just like imagine if your dad was crushing your dreams oh my and it's just like you know but sometimes it's within good reason or is it mm-hmm. you know it's just like this constant like oh my gosh like yeah. the rehearsal for these monologues i i am sure and, and it's almost like, too. yeah it was like real time like real time like speaking yeah. into someone's life like to film it that way and again the lighting like you were saying lighting is yeah. exquisite and yeah and the and the fact that it's such an intimate piece because you know majority of the film takes place in their home um and so it's just like a lot of it a lot of the dramatic parts were right there like in the backyard yeah. <laughs> it's just like wow um yeah but this came out a day before my birthday um in 2016 but Fences, Denzel Washington, Viola Davis, please go watch it if you have not already. Um, and those are my three. It's 2019, y'all. That's ashy. That's right. That's so ashy. Now, what I think I want to discuss is ashy today is like the fact that there are hidden figures everywhere, like the movie <laughs> I talked about. Like, seriously, Oscar, who I talked about earlier, definitely a hidden figure. As a former theater major, you know, Taj, it was required for us to have, like, history of film. Right. And I double majored, so I had to, I for sure had to take it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're not actually informed about this man and his pioneering ways, like, at all. Many people don't know about him or his story, and I feel like this is something that's definitely lost that should not be, especially with all the young, like, people of color who are theater majors, they should know mm-hmm. their roots. They should know their history. They should know about these people and what they've done. There should be more um, 
interest into black exploitation films and just like black media uh in the school system i feel like young people need to be educated about this it's definitely something that is uh at a loss and also another thing that's kind of ashy where it's like bittersweet um you know you hate to say it but it's so prevalent like it's amazing when people are rewarded for these things but oscars the accolades that they get for their work but right you know octavia spencer won for playing a maid in the help uh hattie mcdaniel won for playing a maid in gone with the wind i mean uh denzel washington won when he was playing like a notoriously corrupt cop almost reminds me of a gangbanger in training day like when people are put up there to win lapita nyango she played a slave when she won mm-hmm. it's like i don't know Taj. what do you what do and you we still go embody the role though because mm-hmm. it's true to our experience but i think the problem is because that's people's only scope is like that's majority of the of the representation is where the problem is. It's not saying that that's not a part of our experience at all because right. that's what real it is. Mm-hmm. But we've done that for like hella years mm-hmm. already. Yeah. So let's yeah. widen our scope and like, oh yeah, like thank you for telling the story of Hidden Figures because we didn't know that Black women were behind that project mm-hmm. and like, you know, doing math. <laughs> like, right. Hey, mm-hmm. like we didn't know that these other prominent figures in our community were in these roles that are mm-hmm. not in traditional stereo- stereotypes. So like, yeah. let's go and there. Things like that, like black women helping with moon landing and winning, uh, and, and winning in that area and like being mathematicians that doesn't win Oscars. Right. You know, and exactly. in that way it makes us look, I think it's like, there uh, makes us look almost like one dimensional when it's only right. those roles. It's like those movies or yeah. those projects were like, Oh, this was for fun. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the other ones, it's like, wow, we won an award for being the slave. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. but, like, the other projects. It's just like, oh, my gosh, that was cute. Like, yay, mathematicians. Oh, my gosh, representation. Yes. So, anyways, and then it's like, okay. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Got to do better, for sure. We're yeah. on our way, though. We are. We, we are. We are. As we snack and share moving forward, next week we'll be – we will be discussing, seriously, this might be my favorite genre of all time. It is. It, it is. is. It really is. Tali, it's not know. mine, yeah, I know. but it is hers. <laughs> you know, it's mine. I got my favorite episode out the way now, <laughs> right? and she's going to take over. <laughs> right. Next week, we're talking about action movies. Dun, 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 Our favorite action movies. I love action movies. Oh. I can just watch action movies all day. I feel like, see, I feel like that, you know how um, girls can be really into chick flicks? Like, that's how I feel about action yeah, movies. Yeah, that's how you feel about, about yeah. action movies. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. These are my chick flicks, so I'm excited. That's me with any any film that is, like, a social commentary. That's true. Mm-hmm. You are yeah. conscious. <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh, my God. If you want to uh, stay updated with us on the podcast, follow us on Instagram at ShayButterPopCorn or on Twitter at ShayButterPop. Or you can follow us individually. You can follow me at Chelsea J Music. And me at Tajiana underscore. And please let us know if you have any topics that you would like us to discuss and we will get that going for y'all.